Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in live. Say this out loud. I believe God's hand is on my life. He has been faithful. Because I'm blessed, Lord, help me to do your will. Father, send the harvest. And every time you bless me, you can count on me to bless somebody else. Amen. Today's topic, the story of the prophet Hosea's wife, Gomer, and the prodigal son. The story or parable of the prodigal son has an interesting counterpart, which means a mate of the opposite sex. These parables complements and completes one another. Together, they harmonize, they mix well, and bring each other balance. These parables are one of the many convincing evidences of its inspiration that is designed with a deeper level of understanding. Let's discover together the connection. Both Gomer, Hosea, Hosea's promiscuous wife, and the prodigal son are two people who are determined to have it their own way. They chose to be hard-headed and rebellious, selfish and prideful. By their unfaithfulness, they welcomed trouble into their lives. And they both refused the support and love of close friends and family. So they break ties with the people who love them the most. In the book of Hosea, Gomer, abandons her husband, children, home, and responsibilities to pursue her fleshly desires and all they offer. I will go after my rich lovers. In the book of Luke, the prodigal son is careless of his father's love and work in giving him an inheritance. He chose carousing and the extravagant high life as he goes to a distant country and squandered, which means wasted, his estate with loose living. In their blind, selfish, careless lifestyles, they both forget God. Gomer, Hosea's wife, prefers the things her lovers or idols provide, including fine food, social activities, feasts, parties, expensive jewelry, unlimited shopping sprees, and does not know that it was I, God, who gave her these things. The prodigal son also prefers the disorderly, wasteful gratification that money provides rather than the more restrictive lifestyle of the obedient son in his father's household. 
God brings them both to rock bottom and an open shame. Because of their idolatrous behavior, placing sex, lust, and money before him, Gomer is abandoned by her lovers, naked and shamefully exposed, hungry and penniless. I will hedge up her way with thorns. I will punish her for the days of bells, worshiping sex, money, pride, and lust. The prodigal son is also penniless, friendless, and hungry. A Jewish man now glued to a Gentile lifestyle and sunk so low as to take a job feeding unclean swine. Swine is nasty pigs. The story of the prophet Hosea's troubled marriage and the disobedient prodigal son is a powerful testimony to two things, our own tendency to be unfaithful to God, but also this story reminds us of God's passionate love for us. Thank you for loving us, Father, when we didn't love ourselves. Amen? When their trials and troubles force them to come to their senses, they both have new perspectives on their lives back before stupid choices ruined them. How many of you can recall when trouble hits, we began to miss the good times when our lives were full of good cheer? and pure happiness. We then began to reminisce about the small things that were free because love don't cost nothing. But yet we took advantage of friends and family who gave it freely. Lord, help us. Gomer, Hosea's wife, decides to return to her husband. I will go back to my first husband, for it was better for me then than now. The prodigal son decides to return to his father. How many of my father's hired men have more than enough bread, but I am dying here with hunger. I will get up and go to my father. When they both humble themselves, during the prophetic conversation, the books of Hosea and Luke, God says, when Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. The more they were called, the more they went away. They kept 
sacrificing to the bells and burning offerings to idols, says Hosea chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. Over and over, the Lord emphasizes his love for his people. Everything he did for them and the heartbreak of seeing them choose false idols over him, yet he redeemed them anyway. After a period of chastisement and exile, Hosea's wife, Gomer, and the prodigal son's former relationships are restored to an intimate, healed, and permanent state. Gomer is taken from the Valley of Trouble Acre to a doorway. She willingly walks through that door of hope with her promise. She has new eyes for this righteous husband she formerly called Master. Now she knows he represents her best life and he bounds her to him in faithfulness forever. The prodigal son has a new appreciation for his father and prepares a humble speech outlining his repentance and willingness to return as a servant with his father as master. Instead, he is given a ring symbolic of sonship, restoring him legally and emotionally to the privileges he has inherited from his father's obedience. The story does not conclude there. Correcting through chastisement means to be whipped, beat, punished, and disciplined. According to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 6, for the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. He does not want his children to behave badly, to wallow in self-pity, shame, and sin. Instead, he wants his children to grow and become more righteous. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father the son and whom he delights. Declares Proverbs chapter three, verses 11 and 12. I say unto you all, count it all joy. The story goes on to describe great rejoicing and celebration over these formerly lost loved ones. What the devil means for evil, God will use for good. It's time to wake up people of God and return to your love, the Lord Jesus Christ. Go through the hardship and the rain. I speak life and growth to you. Let God clean you up from the inside out. And when he gets done, you shall come forth 
as pure gold. Be blessed. Tune in live for Friday's episode. Have a great day.